0: Uh, now, here we are on Wednesday morning, uh, we've had a little brief break to go to the Silly Isles. Yes. Um, now we're back in Sensible Town. Uh, you've been talking about this story, you've got this story. I can't, I've, I've, I've sto- massively I- <laughs> overhyped it. Have you? I've, I've managed to resist, and I do try to resist, the old-fashioned thing of, you've done know, any work done, if you don't, what have you got? do have the podcast, and I realised that... And
1: can I say, I really, really appreciate it when you don't hassle me about it. Yeah. If you hassle me, I will... I will lose my rag but I'm it's a- kind of
0: not hassling you about the podcast is a bit like a no dig garden you know you know that the gardening where you don't dig you leave it to the worms and you never fork it or ever and eventually or like people who never wash their hair and after a few weeks it starts yeah. to clean itself but if you do wash it if you fuck with your garden and like dig it a bit it doesn't work it's the same thing with you I just don't say anything really hope that on Wednesday you've done some stuff yeah. and this will only work if you then generate some good stuff on a Wednesday Yeah. you're frantically turning the pages I can't the story
1: I know what the story is but I wrote, I wrote down Monday times page 25 and it's not there
0: You even, you sold it to me. I said, you've got a story, have you? And he said, yes, it's on the foreign pages, which you never you read. Which you never read, yeah. No, I don't care about foreigners. Um,
1: shit. You can really you give can't? me the t- Tuesday? Tuesday. We
0: can probably fill up most of the podcast with this. Um, oh. oh, Tuesday. Well, while you're looking at that, that's the one which says, Brexit is a bag of shit, says Michelle Roux. And I wonder, why can they ask a chef? Oh, have you found it? Right, I was only filling. Oh,
1: but they've asked the chef because they've got all sorts of su- supply and staff things to deal with
0: yeah but i i yeah i suppose so. just seeing a picture of michelle with his arms folded and his big master chef face on going Brexit's a bad idea you go really yeah who cares anyway um
1: fine okay look i just i was so tickled by this story all right um the headline is sex ridden bible banned from schools and you're thinking hang on a second has there been a bible for sex circulated around schools
0: no what
1: no no This is, a district in Utah has banned the Bible from primary and middle school classes after a parent complained that it contained too much sex and violence for younger pupils. The suburban school district of Davis, north of Salt Lake City, and home to more than 70,000 children, removed the Bible from classrooms after the objection about its widespread references to incest, prostitution, and rape. The Bible is too biblically
0: for the Bible for Utah uh, Utah, which is obviously full of
1: I think Utah's full of Mormons
0: Correct Amundo.
1: Why is that so funny that they've banned the Bible because it's too sexy?
0: I confess I did see that story because I do read the foreign pages and I won't have aspersions cast upon my, the, my reading of reach. the newspaper. but I hadn't written it down but I did think it's very very funny. Um, you imagine the Bible if the Bible's going to get banned. <laughs> it's gonna get what it's just so funny it's funny they banned the the bible. Bible so, they're so religious that they banned the bible they but so, that yeah. is but and also <clears throat> it's partly because these nutters take the bible literally these are the you would imagine that this is the world of the creationists the people who really believe that god made the world in six days um uh, which of course you know no, over the long history of the bible no one's really believed that not not since not since the middle ages really certainly not since the enlightenment as anyone really thought that that was anything but metaphorical so it's quite funny so the whole the bible is this collection of bonkers stories the idea of banning it is it's funny you'd have thought if anyone was going to ban it you would imagine it to come into the culture war on the woke side you would expect the bible is too heteronormative yeah i can't even say it. don't worry it's a ridiculous heteronormative is where yeah. everyone you wake up one morning and decide that you're norman yeah. um it's 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 too heteronormative it's too cisgender it's men it's women it's obviously
1: people smiting each other all the time
0: they are and when people of the same sex have Sex with each other, they get turned into pillars of salt. She was just watching them doing it. But, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, you get, you get smitten from the face of the earth. So it's all very... But the idea that the super conservative right would remove it, what is too sexy in the Bible then? Yeah. Could you think of what it is? It's certainly, I mean... I, still, I mean, You know, there's, you would imagine...
1: It says here widespread in references to incest, prostitution and rape. Well,
0: we all... There was only, we start... I don't know
1: the Bible well enough. Yeah, well, I,
0: I do. Right. First of all, you've got a Bible... You started off with one person. Right. So it's all incest. Mm. Otherwise, you don't get lots of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first birth is obviously re- immaculate because it just comes out of Adam's rib. Although that and that creates problems. You'd have thought on the woke side mm-hmm. because the woman is just an, adult an the appendage. Man. Yeah. Um, but. You then have Cain and Abel, and then Seth later. And where are the women coming from? They must. Did they have sex with Eve? Or how did they <laughs> But then later, and also, look, all those chosen people stuff. You have to keep having In sex. The, with your
1: I, I vaguely remember at the beginning. That there is an awful lot of he lay with him and begat this person and, and Rachel lay with thing and begat that. There's quite a lot of bed hopping. Well, there's the Onan
0: who cast his seed upon the ground when told to go in. God, and in fact, God, in fact, told him to go in under his brother's wife uh, because the brother had, like, died or something or couldn't have kids and they needed to keep on creating more people mm-hmm. in the desert. So, and, and he didn't want to, so he, committed Onan, so he spilt his seed upon the ground. Which was, But this was a sin, right? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it was bad because he didn't want to stick it in his brother's wife.
1: Yes, I can. I'm now, I'm you now starting to see, <laughs> to see, I'm now starting to see if you are having, so, yeah. if, so if you are a sort of Bible-heavy state, like Utah must be, um, and you are, and children are reading these stories and asking difficult questions about these stories, <clears throat> I can quite see how you would want to really get rid of it and replace it all with Charlie and Lola.
0: So, look, if, if one is trying to write a column about yeah. it... Yeah.
1: Make the Bible... How to make the Bible less sexy. My... How to clean up the Bible.
0: Campaign to clean up the Bible.
1: Your campaign to clean up the Bible. Okay, it's too sexy. It's got too much... And you say we're talking about things we don't know anything about. You just... You, I just said I don't really know anything about the Bible, and you went, I do.
0: Okay, so I fool you whether I... <laughs> Fool! This the Times is the newspaper of, of this general synod. This paper is read by bishops. It, it, it quite actually that's quite fun, isn't it? Fuck with the bishops <laughs> and the rabbis. <laughs> um,
1: uh, you can fuck with both of them because you can do Old Testament and New Testament. Well,
0: that's the thing. Because so cleaning up the Bible, one would argue, as a Jew. Mm-hmm. albeit a deracinated one um, that, that's one of the things the Christians tried to do because they meet the, first, the Christians came along and said "Oh, you can have a baby without having sex mm-hmm. and that's like the basis of Christianity it really it sure is, sure is which is a miracle that they've been trying to replicate ever since and failing yeah
1: although uh, a crocodile there was a virgin birth of a crocodile there this was week. yes
0: which are they you, going to
1: start a new religion based on this virgin you could work birth
0: did you see and this and it which threw light on how dinosaurs managed to reproduce and obviously teenage boys in boarding schools yeah um, they managed to reproduce in the reprodu- absence of the opposite sex just yeah. enough jizz yeah. you'll eventually get some sort of terrible spunk golem which, <laughs> <laughs> which will come to life um the uh yes yeah, do you think i can get spunk golem into the times sounds great Those bishops will love it yeah
1: i've always thought of the golem as quite spunky
0: yeah um um okay i've yes maybe that's quite funny but i mean um let's move on to something else from there shall we I was quite interested, like just briefly. And did you see the Apple autocorrect as being changed?
1: Yeah, so you can swear.
0: So that you can swear on yeah. it. And I just wanted to offer because, it's, but it's not going to be ready for a while. That whole thing of um, what the duck, you yeah, know, that kind of thing. I'm oh, fed up with this ducking autocorrect.
1: Mm. I lo- yes, and no duck. And also when 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 you're when one is a, possibly a little bit tipsy and you're trying to, I'm in a can. I'm in a can. I'm, I'm in a can. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. Taxi. Yeah, CXX. I mean XXX. I mean, I mean X-X-X.
1: And like the, the new internet parlance, which is where you you put you, you spell something wrong in your WhatsApp. Everyone knows you spelled it wrong and it's a typo. But the, the message un, underneath has an asterisk with the word you meant to say. And even though everyone knows it's just a typo and who cares? Really? One needs to kind of just say... I I know that, I know that, you know, it was, it's two, not two, or whatever.
0: It's only that, oh, I'm reading the wrong paper. I don't know if I need to get the actual story, but they're changing the way that spell check works so that you can swear.
1: Yes, I mean, the thing is, I I wish, I do really wish I could impress upon you and absolutely everybody listening to this, that any problem, any tech problem that you have, you just put it into Google and it will give you the answer. How do I, if you put into Google, how do I... Then the next ten options will be change the contacts on not my iPhone, fun, attach my Bluetooth head to, to, to my not iPhone. Not as much fun as
0: putting fuck into your contacts.
1: Okay, all right. Which
0: is just more clever I'm and naturally thinking. I, I
1: forgot who I was dealing with.
0: We're gonna, only going to outwit AI with that kind of natural thinking.
1: AI. I like the fact that they've been telling us that AI is going to destroy the world. Too in much. Any minute now. And today Microsoft have said, can everyone just calm down? It, it's really everyone needs to row back on the road.
0: Oh Microsoft right. would have said calm down. Really? Bit like Hitler said, can we all calm down about this so called pogroms? Yeah, exactly. do you wanna I've written Apple VR goggles, but it makes my balls shrivel with boredom. Yeah, it really does Do you want to put it in? I mean certain friends of mine have been getting all excited about it. Isn't it just a new way to watch television?
1: It's friends of yours who watch who are very online and watch a lot of television, yeah.
0: I I mean Apparently, you, you wear this thing in your life, yeah. and it records everything with your cameras. And my friend and yours, our friend who lives in Los Angeles, is saying it's really great because you wear these, this thing. And then, and I said, why are you excited about this shit, Rich? And he said, well, you know, we're all going to end up in an old people's home. and Because a piece in the paper said it will revolutionise memory. And he said, we'll all end up in an old people's home, but you'll be able to watch back your life. And I went, Well, A mate, that is not memory. Memory does a very good job of yeah, selecting stuff. Unless you have major mental issues it can maybe get but basically it selects the good stuff. And you know, the idea that you would want to play back your life in all people. He said, Yeah, like sex and stuff. I said, Well, I'm gonna need a VR machine that can travel back in time if I'm gonna record oh, the fucking good stuff. Give it a rest,
1: <laughs> give it a fucking rest. I mean, that's, that is very unusual point because, you know, at the, at the start of this week, I had a terrible row with a, with, with a vet about my cat. And it, oh, really? and it was very unpleasant that day. And then yesterday I was a bit sort of troubled by it. And today I've basically forgotten about it because that is my mind protecting myself from the reality of what happened, which I don't want to relive. And I, you know, I, I, I would like to move Talk on. Talk briefly about vets. No, I don't want You've to.
0: You've written me. about it in your Substack.
1: I know. I, no, I wanted to write about having arguments with strangers on my substack because I think that is really interesting and it's, it's a thing that happens to all of us from time to time. Mostly we have nice encounters with other people unless you are like really confrontational and mad. You broadly, or broadly wanders around having perfectly alright uh, interactions with people and then sometimes you have a row with a stranger and it's really weird.
0: We know that people get angry about vets. The Daily Mail will every now and again have a massive scream about them because they're all owned. There's two or three chains that they t- they're owned by Venture Capital. Uh, we all know this bizarre thing and I'm sure we have a lot of I know a lot of readers have pets because whenever I write about I don't like dogs I get loads of hate mail but <laughs> I do like I love individual dogs on an yeah. ad k n m basis but as a general thing, I'm more of a cat person, but that's fine. I love cats. Some people love dogs. Either way, you have to go to the vet. And we all know this bizarre thing where a cat or dog x-ray is 800 quid. Mm-hmm. But you go privately to Harley Street, it's only 200. And you, 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 one is almost tempted to go down there with the cat. And when mm. they take you into the room, just log the cat into the scanner. But for some reason, they can do 800 quid for people. And, and because very few people manage to get insurance. We do have insurance for for ours. So they have this, this, this sort of vastly expensive thing and these operations that... And then, because they treat you so badly, you phone up. They always have, an agent will be with you soon. I've been in there, they give me fucking agent. You've got one sort of scratchy teenager sitting at reception, um, you're purring over the cat and stuff. And there's no agent, and you wait for an hour, and they go, no, we've got nothing until September. And you go, but it's an emergency. Well, you have to have it. They are rubbing their hands with glee. Oh, a, everyone's bought these dogs. They line it up for months and months, and must sell them all this ridiculous stuff. And... and uh, and they know that people feel very sentimental about their animals. They so, do. They, yeah. and no. maybe I feel this story might resonate with with, with readers. I,
1: Possibly, oh. I think that I think the, certainly the vet being uh, full and very very expensive will, will resonate. And high-handed ha- with humans. Maybe maybe high-handed with humans. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. When you're in a situation where you are, you've taken on too many clients and you're just bombarded by these people and their problems all the time, you go bonkers. I mean, I'm not surprised. They're, and you they're get all th- really, really, really stressed and look exhausted. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, and you get to think you're really, really, really important. Yeah. You get a sort of disproportionate sense. Yes. And that leads to the kind of... Situations that one sees in, for example, the Catholic Church in provincial Ireland, uh, you, you can you can actually have a situation or boarding school yeah. housemasters in the nineteen fifties. <laughs> you can be put into a position of disproportionate authority yeah. and you can lose perspective go yeah. a little bit Mister Kurtz, you yeah. know, from from what's his face from. Heart Apocalypse dark, Now. Heart of, heart of Darkness. Sorry. Heart of Darkness. No, Apocalypse Now is any reasonable reference. I'm going to go literary. I'm going to go Conrad and say. <laughs> should I write a column in which I do retell heart, heart of Darkness about a vet? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Prince Harry. He just. I just. You know. I up. Uh, poor dude. Poor I, yeah, dude. I've come round
0: to. Very sorry for him. I. You know.
1: I. I he's got a. He's. Tur- I mean. God almighty, we, Meghan Markle, we created Meghan Markle by not allowing Prince Harry to just have a nice, quiet relationship with that nice Chelsea Davey. And she's got loads of fucking money and they could have gone and lived whenever they wanted. You're referring to
0: the fact that this weird thing where in the court case yesterday as we record, he's been talking a lot about how the press... Spoilt his relationship with Chelsea Dave. Yeah. So leaving aside the other issues, which the journalism, which really here's the hundred and twenty odd stories he doesn't like. Possibly half of them might have been got by illegal means. Some of them would have been okay means, but you still have to ask the question: Is it okay for journalism to do even things like take Barrel out for a drink and then mm. let, get him drunk, and then which would be legal? But whatever he's saying, it spoiled my relationship with who I was deeply in love with. And I thought, fucking me, con- control- Megan, the most controlling woman on the planet, Markle, back home in LA, well, she can't watch it because they're not allowed the courtroom, reading the transcript of the court case where Harry's talking about how much he loved Chelsea Davy. Mm. Now, neither of us is too madly controlling re- as a spouse, really. No one really wants to hear about, you know, the grisly details of previous relationships, but, you know, it's okay to have previously been in love with someone else. Yeah. I don't know whether it's okay for Meghan Markle to be... Sorry, I've gone off a on one there. I'm just thinking of her, him admitting that she was so important. You're saying that if we, the press, by which you mean you and me and our mm-hmm. employees, hounded Chelsea Davy out, created a vacuum which yeah. Meghan Markle stepped into. Yes,
1: mm, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And I and I think the real that, butterfly effect stuff. It, yeah, it is, isn't it? It's weird. It's really it, made, it gave me quite creepy feelings, sort of reading about it. And I, and but, but, I, but I don't think that the palace. I think that the resp- the responsibility is obviously with the press, but. It, it is also with the palace. They did not look after that boy properly.
0: Um, they didn't look after anyone. No. And everybody has come a cropper in different ways, whether mm. it's Diana, whether it's yeah. William, whether it's Prince Andrew, Charles, it's mm. all of them. They, they've all come a cropper in various different ways because they weren't looked after. Yeah. Um, but now I just increasingly, I see him, I do I do feel, yeah, no, I do feel very sorry
1: for him. Yeah, it was really, it's really, really, really nasty. And he should have been shielded from all that. And I don't know how, but... I think possibly I have written about this before that the royal family should just be dismantled for its own sanity and safety. Yeah, we've had enough
0: royals, though. Sure, we do. But I, I agree with you. Um,
1: um, Mark's... have you seen Mark's and of dropping sell-by date for milk? I have.
0: Oh, it's not so much sell-by date, though. I hesitate to correct you. It's use-by date. Okay. So they're going to let they're going to have a sort of selling date when they'll stop it when they'll take it off the shelf, but they're getting into the use-by date and mm-hmm. want us to go back to the sniff test, mm-hmm. uh, which you which is which lives on in. Um, People, Sorry. the underwear drawers of the nation. I don't know. I was going to go towards <laughs> panty sniffing. Thought about it, couldn't think of anything, came away again. Certainly the sniff test that works on one's own t shirts there. Yeah. yeah, another day. Mm. But anyway, the sniff test on milk, which is, you would think, great, giving a little bit, because one of the great problems with the food industry, waste is the thing that MS purports to yeah. be tackling, is responsibilities taken completely out of the hands of the consumer mm. and taken over by the factories, much like your mate, Van Tulleken, whichever one it is, who's written the very successful. It's very difficult
1: to tell them apart. It is. It's well, Christopher, but yeah. Uh,
0: the the, the, uh, the, the UPF, not UPF. U, no, UPH, no, 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 UPS, UPS, the ultra- ultra-processed ultra-processed food. Ultra-processed yeah. food. That thing. Which w- never goes on. Which is a part of the story where the massive obesity, the gigantic, disgusting fat people of this nation, it really isn't their fault. No, it really isn't. Because they've been given, the, the responsibility taken away from them and they have been given these uh, UPs to eat. And it's a bit the same thing with the sell-by dates. They say, it says it's off, boom, it goes. Yeah. Our kids have a tendency... They do. ...to look at the dates on the milk and go, mm-hmm. I'm not drinking that, even when it's fine. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably a good thing, right?
1: To take away the used To, the to use take away, the, yeah. 100%.
0: I mean, like the, the the broccoli, those broccolis that you line up in the fridge week after yeah. don't get eaten wrapped. The ones that you take off the plastic and it's all yellow and crumbles. The dust yeah, and you, in you your open hand, the fridge and they like go. Like something oh, I... The lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so when it starts talking to you when the fridge opens up. So I was wondering if you could do a welcome to my fridge.
0: Yes. Oh, having eschewed welcome to my garden, but done welcome yeah, to my. Yeah, we
1: can do because you can do welcome to my fridge.
0: Although, can I? I mean, yes. Go on. No, no. I mean, let's not piss on the fire too soon. Welcome to my fridge. You're quite right. The sniff test, the other tests, the squeeze tests. Yeah. The, the a column about the things that happen to the different kinds of food. Yes,
1: which you're very good at describing. Um, good at what, describing food. What happens to a cucumber? What, what happens to a cucumber <laughs> when it's <sighs> left in plastic? To... The
0: thing about like cucumbers in the thing about cucumbers string wrapped in plastic is you buy it from the supermarket, bring it home. Yeah. And it's just I mean I don't know if I'm gonna all middle-aged men will understand what happens to the texture of a cucumber when it's been in the fridge too long. It comes home from the supermarket, rock hard in that fit, brilliant. You leave it in there for two weeks and you take it out and it's still sort of firm. You could sort of push it through a slot. But really, it's bendy. Is it bendy? Is it, Oh, you know, it's a bit, it's just you've had a couple too many. Anyway. Neil's having a nervous breakdown. I know, <laughs> it's like a giant green erection after too many beers. Okay. Um, but other things in the
1: but fridge. But that's quite, but I. All I, the I, thing, I, the
0: blue things, are the blue on yeah, the top of the. Yeah, the
1: layers of, you know.
0: But, uh, when you go to the fridge, you reach for the fresh pack, whether it's the pesto. And then the, at the back is a slightly annoying pesto with a foil bit over the lid. It might be okay. Oh, fresh pesto. Boom. And they all, they sit at the back, don't they? What are we going to do about the nine pots of pesto in the, in there the fridge? There aren't
1: any pots of pesto in the fridge. But maybe there's one. Don't go look for it. Maybe there's one. Okay, maybe there's, all right, maybe there's one. Maybe there's one.
0: May, may Neil be my witness, Neil. Would you describe, oh, describe what you see? seen. <laughs> pesto times two. Two p- Are they both closed and fresh and ready to go?
1: No.
0: No. No, they're empty. What's one of them got on it? Foil. Bit of tin foil. Just want to say, I'm just, that's T- only the first. I've just only had a first look.
1: I think this is definitely his column. Look how excited he is. Was
0: yeah, okay,
1: that seventeenth of April, twenty-second of May? Yeah, I just don't care what's in my fridge. I really don't. It's my one act of kind of feminist rebellion. I just, I just don't care. I'm not bothered. I mean, because the thing is, is that Giles lives here too, right? And if he wants to tidy fridge, he can just fucking do it himself. I've got to say, every now and again, I do do a massive... Oh, b-
0: guess the sell-by date.
1: Today yeah, is June it, the 7th. I know what the sell-by date is. Oh, you don't. Come yes, on then. I do. 17th of April and 22nd of May.
0: January, February, March, it was.
1: How do you know that? Oh, you just looked? Because Neil, Neil pointed to them in horror. 17th
0: of April?
1: <laughs> Actually, he wasn't bothered. 17th of April? Yeah.
0: I mean, Sam was only nine. <laughs> 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 you were only 42. It's just some, some shit has <laughs> happened since we bought that pester.
1: Right, uh, what have you got next? Do you want to talk about the Queen turning down the corners of her books as opposed to using a bookmark? Yes. Today's paper, page 15, if that's today's paper. Ooh.
0: Queen fights the corner for page folders. Among controversies guaranteed to rile the British public, it is rivalled only by which order to put cream and jam on a scone. Ah, oh, Jack Malvern. Ugh. Jack Malvern writes. Good stuff, Jack. How to hang loo roll and Brexit. The question of whether one should use bookmarks or fold page corners to keep one's place in a book has been reopened by a royal intervention. The Queen has been outed by a charity director as a corner folder. We have to remind ourselves that's Camilla Parker Bowles, because I often think the Queen.
1: Oh, hang on a second. You don't think the Queen the Queen? Oh, fucking hell. Oh, wow. What?
0: I'm... What? You... I had a riff about That's like so yeah. writing, writing 2022 on cheques, writing oh, to all. Whoops. You had I a had vision a... of I had a quick vision impression. Of... The, the Queen has been outed by a charity director as a corner folder. She folds the corner of the books down. Vicki Perrin, director of Reading Room, a charity born of the Queen's campaign. Da, 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 da. And bear in mind that I myself have in fact been a judge on a, a reading and writing competition run by Camilla mm-hmm. at Buckingham Palace. Because she, and she's very into that kind of a thing. The Queen's love of books is deep-rooted. It's authentic and it's so wide-ranging. Blah, 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 blah. blah. However difficult your life is, you can pick up a book and you can escape. Blah, 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 blah. It's very relaxing. Blah, 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 what blah, What does blah, blah. she read, though? What are her favourite books? Does it say? She loves a good crime thriller as much as she loves a romance, as much mm-hmm. as she loves the classics. Great woman. Everything she Everything. reads. Everything. She loves hardcore porno. <laughs> and, <laughs> My child! And also do-it-yourself <laughs> manuals. Um, however difficult you're Anyway, look, she, 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 she says, I think... Oh, no, Vicky Perrin, it. I think she loves nothing more than being hit by that smell of a book when you open the cover... The feel of the pages and folding down the corner for the next time. Now, to be fair, this is Vicky Perrin, director of the reading room, who said who's who's, who's inferred that. So Camilla hasn't said she does that. Mm. So it's been. But what's weird is it's been tossed away as a given that you would get a book and you would turn the page down to remember the thing. Yeah. Now, look, I, I don't think there is room here for the column which I have written before about you and I read Kindles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one thing about a Kindle is you, you put it down and you pick it up and it's, it's where it was. Mm. The, the turning down is, is a bit disgusting. If you're talking about a hardback book, it's quite disgusting. The
1: thing is, I, w- yes, but I have, my, my father always treated books with total contempt, and so I do as well. You know, I break their spines and leave them tented on a thing and spill things on them and I don't care and turn down the, and turn down the, the corners of the pages because if you use a bookmark, the bookmark will fall out.
0: I, when I used to fold, wait, I used to fold the corners of them down. I didn't. Until I encountered um, a, a father of an old girlfriend of mine who used to, um, when reading, and he read a lot, right. he would tear the, corner off, the tear the corners off books, roll them up and use them to pick wax out of his ear while he was reading, and then like, ping them onto the floor. Very, very literate man. He would take stacks of books on holiday and then just tear corners off to pick wax out of his ear, and he once cut his eye on a book. And I still vomit when I think about it. Yeah. He was like some big hardback book and he was sort of reading it so fast, tearing the pages, and he sliced his eyeball with the book.
1: Bloody anyway, hell. Anyway,
0: moving on from that. Um, Is it to...
1: weird? Is it weird now being 54, being older than your girlfriend's dad?
0: I think when about you... it all the time. <laughs> all the time I think about it. My first girlfriend, my first proper girlfriend, as in I like, lived with and shared a bed with, her father, who was a journalist, David Blundy, who was shot dead in El Salvador, when he was 44... Yeah, uh, it is very strange. It is you very you have blessed me with an extremely ancient father-in-law, so I don't. Yeah, there's it'll be. A, I mean, if I live as long as he was when I met you, yeah, I'll be doing quite well.
1: You will be doing very
0: well. Yeah. Um, when I uh, yeah, books boring.
1: No, okay, alright fine, boring. If it doesn't kind of grab your.
0: Fine, okay. Well, that sounds like the end of the podcast. Fuck this boring story about. You. All right, fine. You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin.
1: And me, Esther Walker.
0: To find out what I wrote about in the end, pick up a copy of the paper or treat yourselves to a digital subscription. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,